If you're a busy woman raising children and you want to learn to reverse engineer how you want to feel in all areas of your life, listen up. For the first time ever, I am teaching my energetic time management process. Not only am I teaching it live, but you're getting one-on-one access to me. Yes, you heard that correctly. You can reach out to me personally and get feedback on how this process is working in your life. So head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash workshop. As soon as you register, you are going to get a pre-recorded training video that you can watch over and over and over again that also has an accompanied PDF, step-by-step. I'm literally showing you step-by-step. You're also going to be... um, given the details to reach out to me one-on-one and my team so we can support you as you're integrating this work in your busy schedule. And we're also going to be throwing in two live group Q&A calls. So come ask your questions. I'm going to show you how to integrate energetic time management, not just at home, but in your work as well. Ask all your questions, and I'm there to help you live in alignment with how you want to feel. Head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash workshop and join us live today in May. Are you a six or seven figure business owner? looking to up your profit game, I define profit as time, energy, and money. The time flexibility to work your schedule around your work, your personal and your professional life flowing in a sustainable way. The energy freedom, the mental, physical, and emotional freedom to live in alignment with how you want to feel. And of course, the financial freedom not only just to grow a profitable business and also grow your wealth, but also have the ability to hire quality team members that you feel supported by and treat them well, giving back to your community and charities that matter most to you, while also making sure that your family is well taken care of, not to mention reinvesting in yourself so that you can perform at an optimal level. Well, guess what? We are now accepting applications for our next cohort of the Emotionally Uncomfortable Attracting Profit Sales Accelerator. So head on over to Heather Chauvin, that's spelled C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash business and get on the interest list. Inside, you'll learn how to attract qualified leads every week and sales every day while getting the one-on-one support knowing how to lead a high-performing team, and doing all of this, only adding an extra 60 minutes a day to your already full plate. And to counter that, I also want to teach you how to buy back your time and energy so that you can have more of that. You will be implementing the leadership mindset of doing less better. And this is how I will teach you to reverse engineer how you want to feel, not just in your business, but in your mind, your body, your soul, and your relationships as well with your kids and your partner and those that matter most to you. 
I personally review each application to make sure that your vision and attitude are aligned with the courageous action takers that join my community. Once accepted, you will also be gifted a one-on-one profit session with me. If you are interested, head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash business and join our interest list so we can send you the application as we are actively reading and accepting ladies in the next cohort. That's Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash business. I can see and feel it like it was yesterday. There I am, eight weeks postpartum from having my third daughter. I'm on the floor of my basement, sweating, on the verge of tears, breathing heavily and pushing myself harder than I was physically and emotionally ready for. I was doing P90X. It was not appropriate for a mom that had just given birth for the third time. And I was trying to get back into shape. I kept telling myself, it's time. Stop being lazy. Stop putting this off. Stop acting like you don't have time to do this. You're just being lazy. I would have never spoken to or treated a client that way. But here I was saying and doing all the wrong things to myself. As Mr. Tony encouraged and reassured me on the TV screen that I could do 25 more mountain climbers, sweat dripped down my face and puddled on the floor in front of me. However, I started to notice this unfamiliar feeling and tapping on the top of my thighs with every knee thrust I gave. Oh my God, it was my stomach. My stomach was so large and hung so low that it was hitting the top of my legs with every mountain climber I performed. I was mortified. I dropped to my knees and immediately began to sob. I was embarrassed, ashamed, disgusted, angry. The list of emotions I was flooded with at that very moment, it just went on. It was too much. The cherry on top of that moment was the breast milk that started just flow as if my baby had just latched on and I soaked right through my bra and shirt. And I was now a pile of tears, sweat, and breast milk on my basement floor. I kept saying to myself over and over again, how did I let this happen? How did I let myself go? I know all of the things. I know how to eat, train, work out, lose weight. And yet here I am, this fat, disgusting blob that can't even do simple mountain climbers. The pain was real. This is what I do. This is what I built my career around. How could I ever show my face in the gym again? I didn't even want to climb up the stairs and face my husband and children. Did they see me like this? Did they know how much I had let myself go? And if so, why didn't anyone tell me? Oh my God, I've become my mom. This was a pivotal moment for me. Yes, at the time, I felt like I was hitting rock bottom. But honestly, it was probably the first time since becoming a mom that I took a moment to sit in my feelings and allow the tears and breast milk to just flow. I was constantly on the go, taking care of everyone else, never just being present and taking in the moment. The only time I did get away was to punish myself with a workout, not to love my body, not to get stronger and recharge my battery. It was to punish myself. At this time in my life, it was purely just disgust and beating myself up for what I had eaten and for how I looked. I just kept trying to force fitness onto my body. I did zero mindset work, no visualization, and I had no game plan. I knew that I had 60 pounds to lose, and I figured that was all the game plan I needed. 
I couldn't have been more wrong. And even though this was a breaking point for me and an extremely low point in my life, I slowly turned that pain into fuel. I sat there and allowed myself to cry. And I realized I had two choices. One, I could either go upstairs and pretend none of this happened and just try again tomorrow. Do the same thing, just a different day. Or two, I could learn from this moment. Take a deeper look at how and why I got here and why my body wasn't responding the same. What was missing? What did I need to do differently? What other areas in my life did I need to start looking into? How did I need to grow and open my mind so I could become a different beast and own my life in a whole nother way? I chose option B, and that's how Busy to Bomb Fit Mom was born. I love that story, Melissa. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm always up for a challenge. I love to challenge people. And that's the first time I heard that story. And there was a few things I wrote down. The first one is you are just being lazy. Second, how did I let myself go? And then, of course, my favorite, which was sit in my feelings. And this conversation today is not about fitness. It's not about um, what you look like or quick, easy tips and strategies. But I think so many people can resonate with this internal pressure that we put on ourselves of in whatever area of our lives. But that first line of like, you are just being lazy as you are. (laughs) Yeah. Postpartum, learning this exercise routine from someone who's not just postpartum or not aligned with that. So I just want to, yeah, I'm curious, like, what was that moment for you? It's hard even thinking about it again. Like, it makes me start sweating. And like, and when you actually feel that, that, that was a moment of so much shame. And I think a lot of women can relate to that because there there's always seems to be this moment where you look in the mirror and you're like, who have I become? What, what is going on right now? And that was that moment for me of like, how did I get here? What's going on? But at first it was just mean. It was all just mean talk and it, nothing I was doing was good enough. And then to be able to actually feel my stomach hitting my thighs, it was like a physical thing too. So here I'm experiencing all these emotions. And then physically it was just, it was a lot to take on, but I grew from that moment. That moment had to happen for me. So I'm having this visual of like, let's pretend I am learning from you, right? So someone who's not in the fitness industry and I'm just I don't even know what I don't know, but I just, I think I want my body back. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm in my feelings too. And I'm, I'm learning from a woman who's learning from a man that you just got to push through. You can't be lazy versus this version of you today, which is be gentle. You can still feel strong in your body, but like We need some of that mindset as well. We need the compassion. You're going to get there, right? But punishing yourself is not going to get you there. Mm -hmm. If you didn't have your moment, Melissa, like I tell this to people all the time, like if you didn't give yourself permission to have that moment and go there and heal and do that work, you're not granting the same permission to the women that were leading 
What do you notice with women? And because you're in the fitness space, like it is toxic AF. Oh my God. It's beyond toxic. It's doing more damage than good Mm -hmm. nowadays. And the instant swipe now gratification world that we live in right now, it's not helping. It's, it's making it worse. And especially with our attention span dropping like so much too, we think that like, oh, my body and my mind should just perform perform the exact same way. I can watch a reel for seven seconds and like, why doesn't my body happen in this way? And it it's sad because once you open up your mind and you realize that like, hey, how I speak to myself does matter. How I dive into, you know, what I was told as a child it affects me as a grown woman now and how I'm moving forward on this fitness journey. And I, looking back now, I can see myself sitting there crying and realizing like, someone just needed to ask me like, why are you doing this? Like, let's, let's dive into like other reasons beyond you don't want fat on your body, or you must get back to this person you were before kids. Like, what are other reasons that would have motivated me so much more than him yelling at me going like, believe in yourself, 25 more. Maybe how about, Hey, won't it feel good to like run around with your kids and play and have extra energy at night for your husband? <gasps> let's, let's look into that. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I can do this. I can do this a little bit longer. Cause that, that feeling would be great to have that outcome. Mm-hmm. That's what <clears> I needed. I think as women, we're so motivated to make an impact in other people's lives that we have to play mind tricks on ourselves. Like I know for myself, um, even though I know something is quote unquote good for me, I still need to make it about somebody else. Like if I work out, I'm going to become stronger. Therefore I can serve my clients better and be more present with my children or my family or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like the deflection of self is runs incredibly deep in our DNA as women. It does. And as we're like getting better, I find a lot of women too, they're like, they get to a certain point and then a lot of sabotaging happens because they can't get too good. You know, they can't look too good. They can't look Mm -hmm. better than their sister or God forbid I ever look better than my mom or my friends. And then it's like, they start going backwards and they're like, I don't know what happened. Well, we do if we start diving into it. No, no, I just don't have any time. You know, kids are out of school now, or this is happening. Not, oh my God, I started to actually look better than someone else. And I started to become someone better for me. Mm, Yeah. And that scared me. So that's why I retreated. Have you experienced that? Oh, for sure. Especially moving from Michigan to California. This is a whole different world out here, especially Southern California. Mm Mm-hmm. And I found myself one time at a pool party, probably, I don't know, like seven years ago, probably a good seven years ago. And all the moms had cover-ups on and it's like 120 degrees. Interesting. And, and here I am with my bikini on, looking pretty good, feeling like I'm doing pretty good. And I'm like ready to take it off because I'm dying. And I'm like, I don't want to be the only one exposed I want to be like everyone else. I don't want to like take this off and be like, look at me. I look better than all of you. And I stayed small and I played small so I would fit in. Mm-hmm. I also find it fascinating how, again, it's those subtle shifts of like the ecosystem that we are in really does influence us. Um, I have found myself like when it comes to physical appearance or 
the food I'm putting in my body. Like it's exhausting. Like if I'm just choosing to do these things because I want to feel better, I want to longevity or whatever. Like, yes, the side effect is maybe, you know, I'm my physical body is going to change or whatever. But the comp this passive conversations or comments can take me right out. Like I I'm almost guarded. Like if my mother's generation says something which is usually based on like this, oh, you look smaller. It's always about smallness, Mm -hmm. right? Where I think a woman my age, depending on her mindset, will comment on my energy or you're glowing or something like that, or she won't say anything at all because I will not say anything at all. If someone's body is physically changing, I will comment on their energy. I'm like, you seem lighter. Like what is going on? Like your Mm -hmm. energy, like, you know, clearly you've changed your habits. Like what is going on? Like you just seem happier. Mm -hmm. Um, but even those comments, it's like, Oh my God, I'm someone can see me. Right. Yeah. I clearly remember my mom making comments about other people's bodies, like all the time. Like it was just okay to do that. It's, it must be that generational thing. And I have like ants that would come up and like, like poke or say something to my mom. They never did to me, but they'd say to my mom, like, Oh, Deb, you're getting a little fatter here. Aren't you? Who says that? Yeah. And I, that's stuck in me. Like, I remember that, but my mom would always be like, Oh, you know, she's put on weight. Look how fat her legs got, you know? And that's cause she's short. And you're lucky you're tall, Melissa, because when you're short, you have problems. <laughs> so why it's like, but why is this a bad thing? Like life ebb and flows, right? Like why can't these things just be neutral? I'm sure you talk about a lot about that with food as well. Like people are like, this is bad. This is good. It's like, yes. is it, or is it just neutral? Right? Yes. Yeah. All the time. And I had, um, especially with new people that come in, like to my program, they're always like, oh my God, I had a really bad day. I'm like, what's a bad day look like? Like, explain that to me. What's, well, I had, you know, my eggs and this for breakfast and I had this and, you know, and then my kid, we went and got ice cream after school and, and, and then, you know, we had dinner and I had a couple bites and I'm like, hold on, you're telling me a couple bites and ice cream after school is a bad day. It sounds like you had balance and had fun and enjoyed the outdoors with your kids and like did things it's not good or bad. It just, it just is. And it's called balance. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live a life without ice cream. Are you kidding me? Or no cake? What? Yeah. But people are very shocked when they hear that about me and that like, I enjoy French fries and that I enjoy <laughs> sugar way too much, but it's yeah. balance. You know, 80% of my diet is Good, healthy, nutritious food that's fueling me. And I need those vitamins and nutrients. Mm-hmm. Not, those are the foods that are going to keep me skinny. Mm-hmm. It's always the energy behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Today's sponsor, Athletic Greens. Did you know Athletic Greens supports better sleep quality and recovery? It supports mental clarity, alertness, and is the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iteration and third-party testing. I love Athletic Greens. I love their travel packs. I take them wherever I go in my backpack. I sneak that shit into my boys' smoothies. I do. 
If you're interested in trying Athletic Greens, all you have to do is head on over to drinkag1.com forward slash EU. That's drinkag1.com forward slash EU for emotionally uncomfortable. So let's talk about that because I think the podcast listeners are very familiar with how do you want to feel? Because I say it one million thousand times. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? So it doesn't matter if it's your food, your movement, your relationships, um, the unconscious things that we can't see. Like I just keep going back to this. You are just being lazy. So what do you do? And I know you support people through food and movement, like fitness. That's like your, your genre, but what do you do? Or what do you tell people when they are taking that bite of ice cream or lick of ice cream or, you know, today's the day I'm supposed to go do X, Y, Z, or I'm going to work out. And like, I cannot, like, I just cannot get myself to do it. And, oh, I didn't do it. I'm lazy. Like, what do you advocate for? How does somebody process that? Like from a coaching perspective where I'm in my shame, because I'm in it all the time. Like people Mm -hmm. are like, Oh, your life is perfect. It's like, no, it's fucking not. Stop. Stop perceiving that you were less than other people. If you could see behind the scenes, which I don't have the energy or capacity to give you a day in the life every single day because I'm over here, you know, crying in fetal position sometimes. So just like, what do you do in that moment when you're eating the thing and you're like, I am bad. I am bad. I am lazy. Right. Of the willpower that's, that's a tough one because it's super common, but it's not a lack of willpower and, and, and being lazy. People have to realize too, that we turn to food in those moments to escape from other things. And during like, when we start really diving into nutrition and we looking at nutrition, everyone's always like, Oh my God, she's going to give us a meal plan. She's going to tell me what to eat. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're going to actually take a look at your habits. I don't want you to change anything. I want you to just do you. And where do you find yourself throughout the day? You know, and a lot of women, they're like, Oh my God, I sit down on the couch and I'm having wine or I'm having, I'm literally standing in front of the pantry and like just eating, you know, and no one's looking or Oh my God, I opened up that cupboard and I went to my stash. I have this stash that like people don't know about. I'm like, okay, okay. Why were you there in that moment? It's not that you were trying to eat calories and like, oh, I'm I'm low. I got to eat more calories or consume. And when we actually break it down to that moment of like, I'm at, I'm eating the ice cream. I have no willpower. I'm weak. What happened throughout the day? What led you to that moment? And most women, it's... I had the worst day ever, or I just got in a fight with my kids, or I came into the kitchen and no one freaking cleaned, which means no one loves me. No one cares. No one respects me. I have to do it all. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just, and for that moment, when you're eating, it takes it all away mm-hmm. all, and, and you feel good. And a lot of women, especially moms are like, I just want to feel good for a second. Like, I just, I just need to feel important. I need to feel good. I need it to all go away for a second. So we realize, we start looking at and realizing like, it's not that moment that you're weak. It's what led up to it. What, what happened throughout the day? Okay. I'm feeling stressed right now. Okay. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Okay. I'm feeling not seen. What else can we do to help you in that very moment? Go Mm -hmm. walk, go sit down and just pet your dog. Go breathe. Have you even sat today? Palms up, crisscross applesauce and just like breathe and take a couple deep breaths. 
Yeah. Then decide if you want it. And if you do, like, it's okay. It's okay. But take a moment first to just identify where you're at, what's pushing you, what's motivating you, what your day look like, and then and then decide. Let's not just react out of emotion constantly, 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 especially when it comes to food. I can't tell you how many people have like just made drastic changes for just stopping, thinking, re- maybe reading something. Women have put something like inside their cupboard, just like a little note to their self. Stopping, reading, feeling, and then acting. And they're like, oh my God, I didn't even want it. I didn't, I didn't even want it. I changed because it's not what I actually needed. I actually needed this. This was just the vice. So I can see myself there because this is so I'm putting myself in one of your clients' shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, because my quote unquote vice is always like chips. That's my go-to. And it's always after 9 p.m., like the witching hour. I'm very self-aware, probably too, too much. And I've started to make rules for myself, like have a liter of water, like drink the water and go for a 10 minute walk. And then if you want them, have them. If you're putting them in your mouth, it you have to be like, oh my gosh, this is joy. Like, like enjoy it. Not like you're a bad person. You're a bad person because I know the chip is not making me a quote unquote bad person or lazy person. What I have found besides the psychology and the science behind this of like actual food addiction, mm-hmm. um, that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other conversation. Um, what I find fascinating is the, the mental exhaustion of constantly coaching yourself to become better. Because like, I know I can observe myself. I don't self-sabotage and then go, what happened? I don't know. I'm watching the sabotage happen and it's allowing myself to be imperfect. Like sometimes I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Quote unquote had a good week. Like just it's okay to sabotage. Like this is, I'm literally telling myself and I'm like, okay, do less, better one degree. But knowing that I'm not doing something quote unquote perfectly is annoying as shit. Like it is so annoying. I can observe my own sabotage. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I'm, I'm doing it. I'm in it. This is emotionally uncomfortable. And I think that is the whole freaking game. Like I'm in this game for the rest of my life. I am not in this game for six weeks. And to know that the long haul is the game and like the energy and effort that goes into committing to the long game in parenting, in life, in health, in all of these. When you play that game, you're like, oh my gosh, that's Can I do this? the identity shift. So how do you deal with that as someone who's like in this all the time? Yeah, it it has become, it ha- you have to have that identity, sh- identity shift. It, it has become like who I am. And I have those moments too. I won't even call it sabotaging because it's not, it's it's not sabotaging my day. You know, I mean, look at the definition of sabotage and what that actually means. And that's not what I'm doing. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm being present. I know what I'm doing. And I think that's okay. And it also allows me like, since I'm not fighting it of like, oh my God, don't have it. Like I just bought those, um, peanut butter and chocolate covered marshmallows from Trader Joe's. Holy God, those are so good. I've never seen these. They're amazing. And I love that they're just like individual size. So I can just like go grab and grab one and like craving done and like I'm I'm good. But I know that I don't say no to those things. 
but I say yes to all the right things. And I love myself enough that much where I can keep this going for, for life. And I don't ever want to go back to who I was before because she was a sabotaging bitch. Like she was evil and cruel and mean and put limits and restrictions on myself that didn't help me move forward at all. But the more I dive into my past, like childhood trauma, um, what I was told as a kid, how I was labeled, how I was told to, you know, sit down and be quiet and like just conform and like all these things. It's helping me realize that those are the ways that like take me off my path. It's not so much like I can't do this now. I can't be present. Um, I could never work out forever and do all the things. It's so much my past that's like directing me. So the more I'm focusing on that and realizing like that wasn't true, this is who you are and you are capable, you are enough. Mm -hmm. That helps me keep going so much. And I use my kids, like we said, like we're always using someone else. We're always doing something for someone else. And I love doing that for my children um, because the more I realize like I'm showing up for me to help them because they're going to be here after me. Mm-hmm. And then my grandkids and kids after that. And I'm changing the generation of my family. I'm I'm literally ending what happened with my parents and I'm creating a whole new path. That's another thing that helps me stay strong and, and to like keep that who I am and my identity going for the long hauls for them. Like they need to see me how I raise kids. They need to see me how I do 80,000 other things and still make time for me and be present. Yeah. And when I can do that, and use them as like part of my motivation too. That's a game changer. It's fascinating to see how it, it, it everything comes back to the inner game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, okay, it's not a, the, ex, I think the external things, relationships, health, you know, if you're not happy in your body, if your nutrition is off work, like these external things will show you what is not internally sustainable. And again and again and again, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have this like little, you know, mind blown emoji, but I'm like, are you kidding me that the quote unquote secret is, is do less better? Like sustainability is not sexy at all. It's not, it's not a quick marketable thing. So you're like, yeah, just do this, like do this type of workout, you know, just do a little bit like three, four times, like just consistency. Like if you're doing nothing, you're not running a marathon tomorrow. Just get your shoes on today. Just start with your shoes on. You're like, what? No, that's not going to make an impact. Yeah. Just start, you know, put more veggies on the plate slowly. That will eventually leave your plate. Like it is so true. It's Mm -hmm. mind blowing. I know. And like you said, it's, but it's not sexy. People want now they want the answers. They, and they don't think too, it blows my mind too, of how people don't think of five, 10 years from now Mm -hmm. with their health. Like everything is so now and immediate. And I'm like, girl, where do you want to be? Like right now you're dealing with toddlers and stuff, but you're going to blink and they're going to be five and 10. What kind of mom do you want to be then? Mm -hmm. What do you want them seeing then? Because we have to start now. So you learn how to grow with your children. Yeah. And 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 I look at, I look at like, you know, generations, like my mom's generation, like their mindset about 
health and fitness and all of that. And then there's people I follow online that are all about like build muscle, do whatever, like in their 60s, 70s. And I'm like, that's what I want. Right. So mm-hmm. I observe all the contrasts around me, even if I'm like today, oh, I don't want to become that person. Great. It's fine. It's one day. But when that becomes your identity and you've been saying someday, 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 and it's like tomorrow, next week, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm screwing myself. But I look at the future and I'm like, okay, if I can't do it for me, I'm going to do it for them. So Melissa, I know you and I could talk forever and ever. Where can people get more of you? Because I know you have your own podcast. And if they are aligned and they're like, I feel like I've been waiting for Melissa. I've been wanting someone who can help me with my nutrition and movement and fitness that's aligned with my values and is here about health and longevity and sustainability. Where can they get more of you? Yes, go to my website, melissavogelfitness.com. And I have the Bomb Mom podcast um, that Heather, you were so kind to come on. It's a great episode. But yeah, if you go to my website, you're going to find everything. And I do 15 minute free consultation calls and see if this is a fit for you because my program is not a fit for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's why we don't have a click and buy type thing. It's like, no, let, let's chat. Let's let's see if this is a fit. Let's see what direction you need to go into. So then you can do this for life. You can make changes for life. I love that. And your last name is spelled V-O-G-E-L. So MelissaVogel.com. Go listen to her podcast, lean in. I'm like, ladies, we need to stop telling ourselves that we don't have time for things. We don't have the energy. We don't have the capacity. We're not smart enough. All the things that is the first block to creating success. So Melissa, I'm so grateful that uh, we got connected and thank you for sharing your story today. Yes. Thanks for having me on, Heather. Are you a professional woman raising children looking to create a more sustainable lifestyle while also dreaming big and having the courage and confidence to follow through? I'm now accepting applications for our next cohort of my signature program called Mastery. Mastery is a program designed for women raising children who desire to live and parent on their own terms. These are women who think big. These are women who identify as the strong ones, the leaders, and they are so done playing small. Head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash mastery and get on the interest list so I can send you the application. Inside of mastery, you're going to learn things like how to manage your energy, not time, so you can get more done in less time how to set healthy work and relationship boundaries so you feel respected, fulfilled, and alive, how to stop yelling. And we're also going to talk about advanced level emotional intelligence skills, managing your fear, your guilt, and the judgment from others, letting all of that go. We talk about navigating stress and burnout and how to avoid it in the future. The secret to developing healthy habits that actually stick and how to have emotionally uncomfortable conversations with ease. I personally review each application to make sure that your vision and attitude are aligned with the courageous action takers that join my community. So if this is you and you're interested, head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash mastery. My last name is spelled C-H-A-U-V-I-N and it's .com forward slash mastery, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y. And join our interest list today 
and we will send you the application as we are actively currently reading and accepting those applications for our next cohort. So get on over there. I sometimes joke that I wish I taught people how to make green smoothies for a living, but I know I'm doing that because I'm trying to run away from what brings me joy. And what brings me joy is helping women and men, families in general, and children feel alive. And sometimes that journey to feeling alive is painful. It's emotionally uncomfortable and it's not always easy. This is why I created the Aligned Life Quiz. So if you're tired of being tired, you want to stop just surviving and you want to find out exactly where to focus and access realistic tools to confidently manage your energy, emotions, and impact, you can head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash life quiz. It takes you two minutes and it's going to show you. I call them internal leadership skills. Where do you need to focus your energy and attention for the quickest results? And also, which phase are you living in? So head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash life quiz to take the aligned life quiz right now. If you're ready to stop just surviving and you want to start thriving, but you don't know how to manage it all, go there. It will take you two minutes and it will change your life. I also, on the inside, show you which podcast episodes to listen to based on your quiz results. HeatherChauvin.com forward slash life, L-I-F-E, quiz. Quiz. 